Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Thank you very much, Sean. Hope everybody's having a nice Sunday. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz. Weekend Fantasy Update here on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. I'll get you guys caught up for the games today. A little DFS, some betting games, games of the week. And I'll tell you one thing that went well yesterday, George. The Minnesota Twins, they did their job. <laughs> My God. They, they batted around in the second and third inning. Do you realize uh, the Mariners started off 13-2? and two. Oh, I know. Started off 13-2. They are now in last place. Yeah, they're horrible. We watched. It was actually funny. I had, uh, I had George. I had uh, Hainzer and Gabe. Uh, actually, Gabe just left. I drove him to the bus station. I wake up. Uh, yeah, he was uh, passed out. Uh, passed out upstairs. I got some cleaning to do. I brought the boys over last night to watch a little horse racing, the Breakness, the basketball game, and when everything was done, all the MMA. Uh, the only thing that was left on was the baseball games, and uh, we got into that uh, Minnesota game. And I'll tell you, man, there was no t- t- total high enough. I was like, should we take the under? It's already like fourteen to it's fourteen to nothing for. Minnesota, it just nee, 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 nee. It just kept on scoring and scoring and scoring. What a what a gong show that game was. That was an absolute <laughs> carnage. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad game. Very bad game. I don't know. I, I don't know what the Mariners are doing. That team, I'll tell you, man, they're just, they're awful, George. Like they're awful. But it, uh, they're, they're, it I, I watched them. They're I don't even know how they won those games early, buddy. <laughs> You know, that game was great for me, though, because not only did I have money on the run line and the the money line. So I, you know, so I, I had that money won, but I could go to bed early. The game was such a blowout. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to sweat it out. I'm like, That's I'm going to bed. I get, uh, you know, go out and get, get, get seven hours sleep rather than the six, uh, six and a half. I was uh, looking at if I was going to watch the end of the game. So that was awesome because that, that just never happened. Minnesota. I mean, listen, Seattle's a bad team. All right, they're a bad team. They, I know they started off thirteen and two. They're now in last place, and they're they were they're now what we thought they were, they would be. Right, with parag- uh, paraphrase Dennis Green, they're a bad team. There are a lot of bad teams in the American League. There are going to be a lot of games like this. I said, and think about it. What are there? Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Twins. You want to put Cleveland in there? Okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Houston, certainly Houston. That's about it. Everybody else sucks. Oh yeah, no. It's right. and he, you it, talk about Houston. They, these guys, oh, they won their tenth game in a row. Like that's the thing. It's not even like desperation time. They're just smoking everybody. And Boston, by no stretch, is a bad team. I know Boston's a minus one seventy five favorite with Sale versus uh, Miley today. But I'll tell you, George, uh, the Astros are just rocking and rolling. And it's one of those bets that we talked about earlier. Going back to the Twins, like I, I remember, I was doing the show with Gabe, and I saw them at plus. I think it was plus two ten or two twenty at Fanduel. I'm like, you got to get on that. I'm not going to say they're going to win the division, but that is a great. Pro- 
price for a very good team. We always kind of worried about the arms on that team, but the bats have been fantastic. And, uh, you know, and, and we, lo- we look at Cleveland's problems. A lot of their pitchers run out of gas at the end of the season. So when I look at Minnesota, I'm like, you know what? Uh, on my book, they were plus 140. And uh, at the New Jersey book, they were plus 210. I think that's a great bet. I don't think it's uh, going to be that number anymore. It's probably closer to 150, plus 140 or 150. But I, I think the Twins are going to win that division. I mean, I worry about their pitching as the season goes along. You know, Odorizzi's not going to keep pitching as well as he does. Barrios, uh, you know, he's a, a good, solid SP2. And the rest of their staff, uh, Gibson, Pineda, uh, who knows. So I do worry about this. That being said, who's going to challenge him? I mean, the strength of Cleveland was going to be their pitching, and you don't know when Kluber's coming back. Uh, Clevenger maybe in a couple of weeks. And they, they're not a very good hitting team. So, and I think Minnesota will be the te- uh, a, a much more team willing to add at the deadline. I uh, agree. Cleveland may add a small part. I mean, add a big piece. I think that could be uh, Minnesota. Maybe Craig Kimbrell. Maybe they add Keiko. Whatever it might be. I think they're a team that could be willing to do that, whereas Cleveland we know won't. So that's why I, I'd have to agree. I would give Minnesota the edge as well. Yeah, I just see a lot of value there, and I think just to, just because Cleveland all the time, their numbers, they always win that division. You're getting a little bit with Minnesota, and yeah, I could say, George, in your backyard, I want to get this perspective uh, uh, story out today, talking about the Mets saying they don't want to fire Callaway uh, on a road trip, uh, but this is just basically going to happen. You lose you lose to the Marlins 2 to nothing. You don't even score a run. You get uh, you know great good pitching, and you, and you still lose to these guys. Like, it's back-to-back, and uh, Miami's basically a triple-A team. Like, you're, you're right in the backyard there. This is a real, real problem. We expected that division to be competitive, but uh, the Mets are very, letting a lot of people down right now, and uh, they're going to blow this thing up real soon. Well, what did I tell you yesterday, Cam? Yep. If they get swept by the Marlins, Callaway's done. You know, there, there's <laughs> no way he survives that. No way in hell he survives that. All right, so uh, Thor, Callaway better hope that Thor comes through big today, and he better hope it's a, it's a good win. Not a sloppy win, not a win, because right now you lose 2 yeah. nothing. To what, Lopez yesterday? And I know you and I talked about him as a cheap option on DFS. I did not see that coming. Yeah. All right? Not, not a pitch that well. But that seems to me like the team has sort of given up. You know, I know Conforto's hurt. You know, but McNeil was back in the lineup yesterday. We didn't even know that at that game time, that he, uh, at, at showtime that he would be in the lineup. They didn't know, remember, remember, the Mets didn't release their lineup, so we weren't sure about that. I think, that's, I think McNeil, McNeil was actually the reason why they didn't release their lineup. Uh, but Conforto's out. I get that. But... Yeah, you know, it looks like the team's just not interested. And don't get me wrong, I don't think this is Callaway's fault. No, this is the Wilpons' fault, and then it goes down from there. You know, you hire you hire an agent to be a GM. That's a joke. Yeah, that was just stupid. <laughs> I figured you should have hired the guy from the Rays, who uh, seems to you know the Lord knows the Rays seem to know what they're doing. You might want to hire that guy. But uh, you know, you hire uh, you get Wilpon, who now uh, you hire BVW, who now brings his client Cano over in that massive contract. It's going to be a huge albatross around your neck for the next five years. I mean, I just don't understand what the Mets do. You know, they they're cheap. You know, they're cheap, even though they print money with the uh, SNY network. They make a, a good deal of coin here, but the Wilpons want to they want to pocket it. You know, they don't want to spend it on the team. So uh, it feels shame. like there's a I, lot I, of that I going in baseball, George. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, I feel yeah. bad for I, I feel has. bad for Mad fans. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I, I look at it, too, and it's kind of me. I'm just from an outsider's perspective, right? Like just be, being, you know, for, for cheering for the Blue Jays. And you've been spoiled with the Yankees, right? Like even even when they don't do well, they're always seem to be competing. Like the Mets have been a joke for, for so long, right? Like gone are the days of these guys going to the World Series when I'm a kid. Like it's been bad for a very long time. You're in a market like that. Their, their fan base is 
phenomenal. And you, 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 start, you start to think that you're getting better. And it's like one step forward, three steps back with these guys. They're a laughing stock. Like every week, say it's, it's, it's a story of some team there. We talk about the Giants. It's a joke. And then the Jets. And, and now the Mets. And, and then the Yankees are finding ways with half of their lineup. So you have good news around the horizon, too, because a lot of Yankee stars are like on their way back real soon, George. So, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's got to be tougher. You, I know you say you're, you got a lot of buddies who are Mets fans. I feel for them because my team sucked, too. And it, it blows when you're watching teams lose all the time. It it does. I mean, uh, this is we're sports fans. I don't know Yankee. I don't hate the Mets. I've never understood the theory that I have yeah. to hate the Mets because I'm a Yankee fan. Listen, I dislike the Mets four times a year when the Yankees play them. Yeah. Other than that, I got Mets on my DFS teams. I bet on the Mets, or uh, you know, or I need them to score runs. So I'm not rooting against. Them. I'm very rarely rooting against the Mets. Really, only if I bet against the Mets. Then I'm rooting against the Mets. Yeah, sure. I got 50 bucks again on the Braves, so I'm rooting for the Braves against the Mets. But there are plenty of times I'm bet on the Mets. You know, you hope that they're going to win. I Hell, I've been on the Mets the past two nights. Hasn't worked out for me. So, uh, you know, do I do th- third time's a charm today? Or, uh, or am I going to strike out uh, with the Mets? We'll see about that later. But uh, that's just the way it is. I, uh, I, so I don't have any hatred towards them. I hope things work out. But you have bad owners. Yeah, you have, you've had them for d- decades. And that's not going to change. They make bad, bad owners make bad decisions. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, no. The day started off so good, good too, George. Like you know, I remember. Like, how did we nail that Tampa Bay and the under game? Like, they win an extra innings, two to one. Everything we talked about. Uh, I took a big shot with the White Sox. Even took them on the run line, and then I'm looking at my account, going, "Oh yeah, I forgot. The game ended in five. Void." <laughs> Didn't get paid for that uh, five-inning win. That that kind of sucked. But uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened yesterday, George. Games we talked about with weird lines. Like Cincinnati came back and won. And like a, a lot of pooches uh, later on. And uh, I'm glad we didn't go too hard. And we just kind of tread, tread water there. And our dogs didn't show up again with Oakland and, uh, sorry, we had Detroit and Baltimore both losing. That kind of pissed me off. But we started things off really well. Maybe we today we could start well and end well. That would be nice. Be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? A nice Sunday where things start well and end well. Especially since in between, I got to go to. Uh, I got to return my uh, car there because the lease is over. So I'm sure that'll oh, be yes. aggravating. The road trip so, coming uh, up. Road trip. Yeah, it's not all. Yeah, well, that's. I won't. Uh, for anybody who's wondering, I will not be on air for the next two weekends as I'll be away. So uh, Cam will be taking you with. I don't know who you're working with. Good luck. To Probably you. maybe the maybe Joe's Fish Market will stop by. You know, I could. Uh, t- I believe t- talk to if I get some wholesale scallops from uh, Galena. I don't know or blew it. I haven't t- done anything. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, whoever they throw in the rotation, it's it's a, not going to be the same without you, George. You, you know, you're, you're you're an absolute animal, buddy. You're my baseball guy. I do. I do know who you work with, actually. On, on June 1st, you'll be with Mike Blewett. He's covering for me. And I think June 2nd, Joe Galina. Joe Galina is going to cover for me. I don't know who you're working uh, with next weekend. And uh, that's what uh, I don't know because nobody volunteered. Nobody volunteered <laughs> to want to work. Sad. Said, yep. uh, I actually told Mike, uh, I didn't tell Mike, but I actually could call in from the road. You know, a little you road trip there while I'm driving over yeah, the cliff. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm, what else are we going on, man? I'm, I'm on a road hey, trip here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I'm going to call in the show. Hey, Cam, I got a DFS lineup for you. You stop off at a gas station, quick shower, throw me a DFS lineup. Yeah, okay. It's okay, George. You got to enjoy your You got to enjoy your trip. <laughs> Don't be surprised yeah, do. if Friday night I have my wife on my phone and she's setting the line for me. You know, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be driving. Honey, just, just let me know the prices, okay? What he's all right. Yeah, plug him in there, you know, and I'll have her do a lineup for me. So that that wouldn't shock me at all, depending on where I am on the road. Hey, but you want to know what true sports fan I am? Uh, so I'm driving down to Florida, leaving about. Uh, 
about midnight or 2 a.m. Uh, Friday morning. Now, this, the reason this works out perfectly for me is the Yankees play that afternoon. So nice. I figured, all right, the Yankees will play at 1. They'll be over around 4, 4.30. I'll go to sleep. I'll go to sleep till about midnight, and then when I wake up, we'll pack up the car, we'll go, and I'll, we're going to drive. It's about a 20-hour trip to where i got to go get to in Florida, and we'll drive. Uh, we're going to stop at a hotel eventually, but you know we're going to stop? On Friday night when the Yankees are about to play again. You know, it's where you would check in, go get some dinner, check in to the hotel. Perfect, I'll watch George. the ball game, get some sleep. Right. They're playing That's KC, how I did my I trip. Watch. I planned my trip that way, too. I don't do mine. When I was with I'm my girlfriend, it was thing. very simple. Like, at the Leafs, I remember the Leafs were playing the Canes. I'm like, we're stopping here. We're watching this hockey game. I'm not driving anymore. Perfect. You know what I mean? I got to tell you, George, that is hardcore. I, and want to know how things are hardcore with me. I told my girlfriend, because she's um, getting her into the gambling, I set her up an account. Now, that's hardcore. Couples who gamble together stay together. <laughs> True. It certainly helps, right? Actually, it's a disaster it's, it's, for the most part. I remember I used to go to casinos. Well, you lose the money. And, yeah, and I watch I watched this husband and wife tandem. Like, she was dipping into his wallet, you know, when she was getting smoked. And then him, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I was just watching him going, this is a recipe for disaster. They both got a gambling problem. <laughs> See, my, my wife does nothing with sports. I mean, nothing. Yeah. She doesn't doesn't care, doesn't watch it, doesn't care my DFS, gambling, anything. She, she's not, she's not going to sit down and watch a game. Not unless she just wants to talk to me for a bit. You know, she, she doesn't care about the Yankees, Cowboys. She could give a crap less. She doesn't come in and look at the score. And every, whenever she comes in, they always seem to be losing. She goes, oh, Yankees suck. Yeah. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much. They always seem to be losing whenever she's uh, – Whenever she comes in, it's like, she's a jinx. I blame all my family because, you know, sometimes the Yankees are doing well. They come in, all of a sudden the Yankees are losing. Go away. Just go away. Just go away. <laughs> yeah. leave, my, leave, leave me alone. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, yes, but that's how my trip is. Listen, I've always been like that. We're sports people. On Thanksgiving, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm the guy who doesn't eat dinner at the table. My mom knows if you want me to eat dinner at the table, you better make sure dinner's there at 3 o'clock or 3.30 because come whatever time this game starts nowadays, what is it, 4.30? I'm gone. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to I say the, the same thing to my parents. Like, when I got to go see them, it's like, listen, it's pretty simple. Like, when I'm coming over there, like, that, there's a football game that has to be on. Like, there's no, or, you know, golf, same thing. Like, I can't be hanging out on a Sunday afternoon when I got all these bets floating around watching, you know, reruns of Young and the Restless or something like that. Like, I, I, need, I need the game on. Like, it's, I, they, they understand that, George. Once we're in the business, I, say, I, I think they could figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my family's always known that for most of my life. You know that I'm going to watch the games. It's what I, it's what I enjoy. It's it's what makes me happy. I think we all need that. You yes. know, talking to my niece last night. Everybody needs their escape, their release, whatever it is. You know, it's, whether it's a gym, music, uh, you know, I, gardening. I know some people get get a kick out of that, right? Gardening. Some people I like doing housework. Gar- whatever. God, it might I be. hate gardening. No, I can't stand. Gardening. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> if, if you get your kicks from gardening, I think you're a weirdo. But anyway, I don't I don't want to get into the show. I'm not going to tell people how to live their lives. But like putting my hands in dirt and planting things, that seems like a lot. Like, like work no. and I'll, another thing if I'm you get good if you at get, it and i'm horrible at it too i'm i'm a green thumb my ass and i'll tell you another thing if you get pleasure from like dusting or vacuuming i think you're a freak too but anyway you know <laughs> go my sister-in-law it. does that's, that's how she copes really wow that's she's different. a big time cleaner that that's how she copes uh, it's weird i agree with you that's you know, really wild. Me at sports <laughs> yeah. I, I can understand the gym you know go to gym pound yeah. on some you know yep. Yeah, that I get. You work out some frustrations. I know when I was young, I used to go out in the yard, take a hockey stick and a puck, and start shooting, you know, shooting pucks, shooting or shooting balls against the garage, whatever it might be. If, you know, get out some frustrations. I get it. You know, but uh, I'm not cleaning. I'm not doing gardening. Hell no. Okay, nowadays, <laughs> give me a game. I'll go watch a game. Music. I'm good with music too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm good with music. I'm good. I'm I'm good with games. Hell, I love eating. Eating's one of those things. I I cooked up a great uh, shrimp spread for uh, Gabe and Hanser who just left my house, George. If you know what I've got, gone through uh, today, I 
just uh, woke up. Gabe was crashed out on the bed there. I had to drive him to the bus station. We're like in our 40s. I look around. There's like friggin' about 40 beer bottles there. I got stranger. I'm like, oh, who else is in my house? I'm checking the couch behind the couch. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, you know, once you're in your 40s, uh, no more sleepovers. But Marantz, he's, he's, he's my boy, and he came all the way from New Jersey. That's fine. But uh, my other buddies, uh, these guys need help. I, I have a rule. It's fema- <laughs> females only for sleepovers. No, no dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that rule. That's, that's pretty much the rule in my house here. Uh, you like that uh, one, Sean? That, that, that's big. <laughs> We're in our 40s here. We can't be having sleepovers. This, is, this isn't Cub Scouts. You know what I'm saying here? I wake up and my buddy's like passed out in the spare room. Like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell's going on here? I got a show to do with Kurtz in like 30 minutes here. So I uh, banged up Marenzi. I took him to the bus stop. I hope he had enough money to buy a ticket. And he's heading back into the city uh, before the Raptor game tonight. <laughs> Right now, Gabe's going on a coffee mug. Can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? Yeah, Got to get yeah, back yeah. to New York City. Got to get a dollar? I need, I need six, six seventy. Got to get on this bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a good friend, too. I like doing the show with Kurtz. I was going to make him walk. It's only it's a nice day, beautiful day out today, George. Probably a beautiful day, too. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to drive him to the bus station. We don't need any hijinks. I don't want him to get on the wrong bus or something bad happening. But he knows what's going on. Anyway, Marenzi, love you, buddy. Hope uh, that the uh, Raptors win for you tonight. I know he's going to try to get a ticket. Me and George will talk about the baseball games and a hell of a lot more. Weekend Fantasy Update coming right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you. Welcome, Weekend Fantasy Update. Cam Stewart here, along with George Kurtz, Sean Angle. Yeah, it's actually, uh, speaking of uh, the, the record, I, uh, Gabe was working on the record, George. That's why he was here. So I guess they were mixing it and doing all sorts of stuff at uh, a famous uh, studio uh, up, up where I live, uh, where the Rolling Stones were, a lot of other legendary, it's called Metalworks, run by, I think, uh, I'm not sure if you remember the old rock band, I think Triumph, too. I think one of those guys owns it and a couple other guys. But anyway, it's a wicked studio. And uh, yeah, Gabe was up there putting, putting the finish, uh, finishing touches in on uh, on the album before uh, I went and picked him up from the studio and the hotel and uh, party last night. Good times. Yeah, he's worked his ass off on that album. I hope it works out. I truly do. Uh, it, I guess it's good to know he does something other than uh, you know what we do, the gambling and all that. He's got another, another hobby. Shall we say so? Hopefully, he's like I said, he has worked his ass off on it. Oh, I know it's so, crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Like it is, and it's when, not when cheap either. Go through for this, my they God, got a, they got a great deal too. Like, and that's the thing. Like for people that know music, like a hundred bucks an hour in a studio like that is like a steal. Like it's usually probably around two or three hundred. So that's the thing, George. It's one of those interesting things. Like if they screw up a song or something's off, start again. It's like tick 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 tick. Like it's kind of like looking at your contest in, in, in DraftKings, and you're you know I'm eighth out of seven thousand people. Then you're one hundred and fifty then 600 then oh my god i'm in the th- you know what i mean you just see the money getting pissed away there so you almost have to be like you got to come in there with a plan bang it off or else you're going to be basically mortgaging your house it's not cheap to make music man in a good studio very expensive 
No, you're absolutely. Listen, anything's expensive nowadays. But you're right. A good studio. I, I was thinking much higher. By the way, than hundred dollars an hour. I was even thinking higher. Oh, no, no, they got a wicked deal. Yeah, it's more like three. I, I think it's usually like three or four hundred. But, you know, they've done it before. So he's kind of like, hey, you know, you guys have been good customers. So you come by and uh, get a little, little bit more of a deal. So yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not cheap. And if you have to do something again, time is money. So it's kind of very frustrating. But no, it's cool that he gets to do that stuff. He works his ass on it. He's, uh, it was actually funny. Okay. I was talking to him about it yesterday. I'm like, oh, so you're gonna to go on a tour it's like are you kidding like you know what i mean he's thinking about playing like one or two dates i go he goes we lose money like what's the point of doing it right like think about all the shows that you're not going to be doing whatever he's got to pay for a hotel and this and that and whatever right so i says he, he says he's going to do a couple shows and then just say you know enough is enough because doing a whole tour the guy be out thousands of dollars what's the point of, of doing if you're going to lose all that money right george you could lose money gambling <laughs> well, you can still do the shows and gamble. Yeah, right? You can do them both at the same time. Yeah. Then hope you have some winners that night. Yeah, exactly. Well, last night we were pretty good. Uh, we had uh, first quarter with the Portland Trailblazers win. Uh, we had the half win, and but uh, it didn't happen. Uh, the, the game did not go well at the end. Golden State, as usual, came back. And it's weird, George. It's just one of those things in sports. Like, I was just watching, like, our team was minus two. They were small favorites because they were at home. But even without Kevin Durant, it's just crazy some teams just have that look and you're watching the game and i'm watching portland going even though they're up by 13 right now the whole time being gabe i'm like i don't like what i'm seeing right now the line lead eight six whatever certain teams just have that look and you know like being a yankee fan i even see it like when the blue jays are playing them and winning i'm like there's no way the blue jays are winning the yankees will score in the bottom of the ninth with a walk-off win you you just get that gut feeling and when you're a champion team like golden state you always because you just see success all the time from their guys you know they're not going to screw it up they're going to find find a way late to hit shots and the other team they just watch them gag methodically and then they can't hit anything done really crazy but uh yeah that's the way it works uh, so three to nothing for golden state in in, in that game and it looks like uh, these guys are going to be going back to a final without their best player pretty impressive <laughs> pretty impressive and golf kepka's got a seven shot lead going into the final today are you kidding me i've been watching golf like my whole life since i was like a kid like what he is doing at beth page black we talked about it yesterday george this is unheard of like he didn't even play his like had his a game yesterday he's still up seven shots it's pretty phenomenal 12 under on that course after three rounds that's stupid <laughs> and that, that's crazy that, that's a typical course people don't realize that, that these guys are playing really from the uh, tips too george not like you know it's a say we even played beth page black you said there's different colors like when we play it, it it would probably be at worst we'd play it at like seven thousand yards these guys are playing it at 75 plus <laughs> you know what I mean? With so think about that. Like you're going driver, and like it's not like a driver wedge. Like it is absolutely crazy. Like I think the length alone, I, I I'd probably be very very injured and hurt. I think playing that course, I'd either like walk off and quit, or there'd be like an injury at the end of it, just pulling pulling my back or something. Like it it, it is so bad, long and tough. Hell, you know it's in your backyard. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's a crazy long course, crazy difficult course. So uh, to be able to have a seven-shot lead is impressive. He's played it well. I mean, not only he's played it well, it's disappointing, mind you, because we all like close matches, right? We all want us to be able to you know, have some drama, some intrigue uh, on hole 18. Probably not going to happen today. It's like the Super Bowl against you know, all those blowouts and Super Bowls we used to see over and over again. The sweeps in hockey where it's 5-0 you know, in Game 7. You know, we, we want drama, and we're, we're just not going to get that today. No, I don't think we're going to get it. Well, George, the good news is, and I know we'll get to the baseball board, we might get some drama in the hockey game. It's uh, Things are few and far between right now. We're not going to be able to talk about this. Hell, when you go on your vacation, 
uh, you know what I mean? By the time you come back or whatever, the, the, this stuff is probably going to be over, isn't it? Or very close to over. When do they say the last the last possible game is June 15th or something like that? If it goes to game seven? Well, you figure if the Stanley Cup is starting on, what, the 20, what day is that, 27th? Yeah, 27. Yeah, 27th, so 20, 27, 29, 31, 2, for how are they getting? It's two, four, six, eight. Yeah. Are, are, are they going to have like multiple days off again? Are we getting yes. two, three days off between? Oh, that would suck. Yes. I'm tell could, you they, one they thing. Could, they could stretch it out. That sucks. I was talking to Hanser about this yesterday. Isn't this interesting too? Never even thought of, thought about this, but I think me and you might have mentioned it. So the New York Islanders they sweep Pittsburgh, correct? They sweep Pittsburgh. Then Pitts, uh, then uh, Carolina sweeps them. Boston sweeps. Carolina, so who's going to sweep Boston? <laughs> I told him, I go, you're an idiot. Boston's not going to get swept, but isn't that crazy? Like, every team that knocked out the other team got swept. I'm thinking, well, the only way that happens if a Tuka Rask has, like, a nervous breakdown between uh, these days off. But that's kind of odd, don't you think? Islanders sweep, that they get swept. You know, and then Carolina, the team that sweeps them, they get swept. That's nuts. <laughs> it, it's a fun little anomaly. Well, you know, it's a it's a fun little anomaly. I think. Well, obviously, I think. We're gonna, I don't think a sweep's going to happen either. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> no. So they wouldn't bet on it. Uh, but hey, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, Boston's is a good solid team, and they they've they found enough secondary scoring. But for me, it's all about Tuka Rask. He's playing. Not that I I wasn't worried like about Rask like I am about Martin Jones. Where I don't know what Jones is going to show up. Rask has had his issues. Over the past couple of seasons, I mean, you think about it. Last year, Hudobin, Anton Hudobin, actually took over a starting role. That's for a right. Bit. This year, Yaroslav right. Halak had it for a little bit, where Rask just needed a break. It's always early in the season with him. He seems to have a tough, a tough time getting going in April, November, December, uh, April, October, November, December. Yep. He seems to have a tough time getting it going. Then once he does, he's fine. You know, in the playoffs, he's been fantastic. George, you know, it, it, might, it might be an anomaly, but look about it, though. Like, I'm just going to take this one thing. So all those teams that swept, uh, they get swept. It's And think about it. All, all one common factor, time off. This time off is the worst thing that can happen for Tuka Rask right now. When you're a goaltender in a zone, and you know this, man, you're ref. You guys play, like, you no, you want, he wants to play. He wants to play, like, morning, noon, and night. If I'm a goaltender like that, I wake up. I'm looking for my kids to shoot anything. I mean, ding, 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 ding. You know, whatever you got, throw it at daddy. Like, I'm I'm. I'm in the zone right now. I don't care what you throw at me. I'm stopping it. And now you have this type of layoff, and this other series probably going to be going to seven. This is a disaster for the Bruins, I think. Like, I, it's kind of making me shift my focus and thinking, you know what? If, if it's SJ Sharkey or, or the Blues, I'm probably going to be betting against Boston just with that theory. I know it, it might not happen, but it's happened. History tells us this year it's happened three three straight times. That's not good. That's not good for business if you're if you're Boston and him. Yeah, goaltender, they're creatures of habit. They don't need this much time off. Well, you know, you think about it, all right? Uh, you think about the, all the teams that have had long breaks. Islanders yeah. had a long break after uh, taking care of Pittsburgh. Yep, Didn't done. show up against Carolina. Yep. Right? Uh, Columbus, long break uh, after sweeping Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. They, weren't, Bye -bye. they weren't terrible, but they weren't, no, they weren't they as weren't good the against same. Boston. Exactly. And can't, will Boston, after having, what, 9, 11 days off, will they be able to get that momentum back, or will it take them a game or two? And by then, they're down 2-0. It doesn't matter anymore. And you got to do all the traveling you got to do. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if it's going to be St. Louis or San Jose. Uh, but if it's San Jose, it's a lot of traveling you got to do there. How does that affect them? So it'll be interesting to see here. It, really, it truly will be if Boston is able to break this pattern of teams with long breaks really uh, struggling 
in the next series. Struggling. Yeah, no, I know. I'm looking at today's game, too, and we got a matinee, uh, guys, a three, three of uh, eight start puck drop today, a little bit different for the Sunday, not doing the night, which is kind of disappointing for me and George, but right after the show, you know, we'll get uh, fired up for this game, and uh, I look at the line, George, San Jose at home, minus 135, St. Louis plus 115, total five and a half puck line. You got uh, the Blues as dogs, plus one and a half to minus 240, uh, big, big puck lines, and minus one and a half for San Jose, plus 200. I think it's a short price. Like I, 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 I'm betting St. Louis, but I'm just saying I probably would have made the line like Sharks about 40, 40, 45. I think like you know 30, 35. Uh, what, what's your take on that? Like it's kind of interesting. I, I think a lot of people kind of quietly think the Blues can beat these guys. Well, they beat them twice, so they certainly can beat them. And obviously, the one one of the games they lost, maybe they wouldn't have lost if they don't make that call. Uh, I think listen, when we keep looking at the Sharks, it always comes down to Martin Jones. It does. I, I, it, good, it, who's showing up today? And by the way, it, sometimes it's even in-game where you get good Martin Jones, bad Martin Jones. Oh, I know. He changed, that guy turns on a dime. I know. It's crazy. You just don't, you just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, yep. listen, I got minus 135 for the Sharks, plus 115 for the Blues. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking at here. Uh, game five. It's huge Jose, game. It's a weird time. Huge game. I mean, it's a, it's huge game. It's three o'clock for us, which means it's it's noon for them. That's a weird yeah. time for hockey. Good point. So I wonder, does That's that play in the point. Sharks' favor though? You know, I, don't, I, I, I would say the opposite. I, I think it play in the Blues' favor. They're only one hour. They're on Central Time, so to them, it's a uh, what it would be a two o'clock game, not a three o'clock game. For Sharks, it's noon. Yeah, you the, can make an argument that's in the. And they're an older team. There, so it's, it's, they're an older team too. Like some of their some of the guys on the team, you know, Carlson's not a, a spring chicken. You got Joe Thornton, one of the oldest players in the league. Like they have a Burns. They're a veteran team. They have very few young guys on that team. I think it's a total detriment to them to play at that time. Yeah, well, Joe's older than dirt. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm done with those beards too. I know everyone has hockey. I know everyone has ho- hockey beards and stuff. Like trim it up. Like I just, I just the scraggly <laughs> ones. I'm. I got to be honest. With you. Like I'm looking at like Brett Burns and the at Thornton's beard. It's like give me, a, give me a break. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't mind a little bit, but it's like dangling out. Like it's like it's almost at the emblem now. Like come on, George, cut me some slack. It's bad. Don't you agree? Uh, I it looks I, awful. I don't mind. I, I don't yeah, mind. I mean, man, I, I'm not a cosmetician or anything like that. I'm just saying it's it's scraggly. Like I like a good full bodied beard. Like back in the day with the Islander, you know, you got you you're you know when the guys were playing the chops, the beard or whatever. That this way, it's just just weird. It's just like flowing around out there in the wind. It looks stupid. I don't know how they can live with those beards, man. I <laughs> That's hate what I'm talking up. about. I know. I got yeah, I, I got I a little stubble now. I'm struggling. Yeah, I know exactly. I, but, I, you know I, what I mean? Itches, <laughs> it itches. Uh, it grabs things. I hate it. And your chick I, probably I, I hates shave, it too. Uh, like chicks can't. They they can't oh, with man. a straight. They, they can't with a straight face go up to you and say, you know what, honey, you look gorgeous in that beard with that spaghetti all over your face. No, they look. It looks stupid. Like they can't wait for the season no, my, end just so they can chop it off. My wife's certainly not a fan of me not shaving. My kids will let me know right away. They were, kids, my kids want me to shave about three times a day. They keep calling me that I'm pokey and, uh, and prickly, and they don't, they don't like it at all. But uh, I hate shaving, too, so that's sort of a, uh, it's a problem. I try to shave <laughs> once every five days or so. I'll, I'll get rid of it. I don't, I don't grow in fast at all. Um, so uh, I, don't, I really don't have a lot to worry yeah, about. Yeah, you're good, Kurt. You're one of those guys. It takes you a while. Like, you don't have to go to, you know, you don't got the, fire, you know, the, the 12 o'clock shadow day after day. Like, you, you, you let it wait, which is nice. You know, save money on razors, too. That's a bonus. 
I, well, I, just, I don't like shaving. I really hate it. It's shaving annoying. blows. I oh, I hate it, too. Million. I got sensitive skin. I bleed all over the place. Like, me, I might as well be a butcher shop. Like, I can't get through a shave without blood. Like, it's just, it's a nightmare. It sucks. I'm about 50-50. Sometimes if I'm not paying attention, I'll cut myself. Yeah. But, uh, the worst is when I do it on the ears. Like sometimes I have that like a little like a loose one on the ear. Like I'm like trimming it up or the eyebrow. And then I'm like, oh, and then I don't pay. Same thing. George, don't pay attention. Then boom, the razor digs in a little deep and there comes Niagara Falls. But it's red. Now nah, for me, uh, I, I took 12 stitches in my chin uh, some time ago in a hockey fight. Oh, nice, uh, George. So that, uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, I didn't get, I didn't get hit. I was... Uh, I was engaged in a conversation with an opponent and saw one of his teammates from behind rip, rip my rip my mask off. And the mask ended up slicing my chin. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know it because it was a slice. So I literally had half my, my, I guess the flap of my chin was hanging off. And I didn't even know. <laughs> the adrenaline's flowing. I didn't feel it because it was a slice. And, uh, you know, I had, to, I had to go to the hospital and get 12 stitches for that. So, uh, ironically, I had my, the, my first date with my wife was two days later. And I tried to can- I tried my best to cancel that date. Who wants to go on a first date with somebody when you're, you know, you got 12 stitches in your chin, you're still oozing whatever's coming out of there. And I, I tried to yeah. cancel it my best. And she said, no, no, it'll be okay. I'm going to be in there. Da, 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 da. And so she talked me into it. And uh, I guess the rest is history. Yeah, the rest but, is history. Uh, yeah, no, same was, thing uh, happened with my girlfriend. I remember strange. we were going to like our first function, George. And uh, same thing. I got a real sharp razor and I was like trimming up and I didn't pay attention. I saw some like hair loose around the ear thing went in there. And you know how thin it is there. It would not stop bleeding. So she comes in. This is like our first date, too. Same thing. And I got a basically, she comes in from like work or whatever. I'm sitting there with a sock in my ear, just sopping up blood. She's like, Who's this tool? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, What a way to start off a relationship. Yeah, I got a sock on my ear. It's uh, bleeding through my sock. Like, I, I cut it that deep. So, yeah, uh, that's that's cool, though. She, she loves you regardless, George. That's the thing, right? Right, buddy? It's, it's no problem. You you deliver, you deliver. Oh uh, yeah, so that that was, that was our our first date. Uh, that uh, the hardest part about that, you know, was as a guy, you know, when you get stitches in your uh, in your chin, when they got to take them out, they're the same damn color as the oh, hair. I mean, you can't shave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I you know. know, so I got, I got this guy who's like, you know, he's like guessing. I'm like, am I ripping out a, a you know a chin hair or a stitch? I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna <laughs> die here. You know, so uh, that that was fun. I, that was more painful than getting the stitches. Actually, was uh, him sure. taking them out. For sure. What are your What's your initial thoughts on this game, though, George? I'm probably going to take. You know me. I'm invested in the Blues. Do you like the Sharks at that price? Or I know uh, we still have the whole show to think about it. But I'm. I think St. Louis can get it done on the road. I, I, I'm. I'm believing in Bad Martin Jones today. I think the Blues uh, and they've been road warriors the whole playoffs. What's uh, What do you think? Initial lean. We'll give our picks at the end of the show. But what, what's What's your What's your head telling you? Uh, I had to tell me to stay away. That's what it's telling me. Because, because of Martin Jones. Yeah. I mean, it's really because of Martin Jones. I want to lean towards San Jose. Game five at home. You should be taking care of business. Yeah. You have to take care of business. You don't want to, you don't want to go back to, down to St. Louis. Got to take care of business. But I don't trust Martin Jones. I just don't trust Martin Jones. What's also playing into this is I'm likely going to miss this game. As far that as uh, after the show, I have... I have to go. I have a, my car is uh, leased. It, uh, tomorrow's the last day, and I can't return it tomorrow. It's a, it's a half hour, forty five minutes away. I gotta go. Oh, gotta go boy. do it. I don't have a choice here, and so I'm I'm likely the time I get back. Maybe I get lucky for the third period, but I don't think so. You tape it. So uh, maybe you tape I, it. And just don't listen to it on the radio or anything like that, right? Or I'm recording the hockey game already, so oh, I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if I want to record the hockey game too. <laughs> so uh, I'm close here, but I, since I'm not gonna see it, I'm not gonna watch it. I think I am just staying away. 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have a pick for for you this one at the end of the show. I just, uh, I think the total, though, George, if you're scared, you might lean to the over at five and a half with the goaltending. In the last game, we you know thought me, with I all the penalties, it the went over. under. It went under. I, I think I'm going to take the over. It's at five and a half right now. We'll see. And we expected penalties the last game, and it stayed under. So we'll stick around. We'll go through the baseball board. George and I will give you our best picks. It's Weekend Fantasy Update, everybody. Hopefully, we can make you some money when we come back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart, along with my buddy George Kurtz. Going to break down the baseball board, get to some news and notes of the day, too. Hopefully make some money, hit some winners. George will give you the best clicks, picks to click in DFS, like our our uh, cheap uh, option of Bryce Harper yesterday, George. Home run. Ding dong. Not bad, buddy. Some of those DFS picks were pretty smooth last night. The DFS worked out a little bit better than uh, than I expected. I was unsure about that uh, that day slate that yeah. went on there. We should have went with Lopez too. We talked about Lopez. With, uh, I know. The Marlins. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Sixty six hundred as a cheap, as your cheap option. If you went with them, you did well. Yeah, what's uh, what was the deal? Um, also, just some of uh, just some of the stories, news and notes from baseball with uh, the Cubs and their protest over uh, Doolittle's delivery. Like, where, where's that gonna go? Like, you know what I mean? This guy's been pitching like this his whole career. I know you know what's going on there, but they're all very, very pissed off about this, uh, George. But uh, it's not gonna go anywhere. Not gonna do anything about it. No, I. Although I haven't seen it directly, I, I imagine that's already been denied. Yeah, there's, there's no way they win that protest. Uh, well, I think really what it was, I think even Joe, uh, even uh, Matt knew it would be denied. It's all about getting in Doolittle's head. Yeah. You know, see if you can throw him off his rhythm. I think that's all that's about. You know, it's, it's, it's gamesmanship more than anything else. Uh, but Matt knows damn well. There's no way. We think Major League Baseball is going to go, oh, yeah, we didn't like what he was doing yeah. either. Let's replay the game in the ninth inning. No, that's not going to happen. They're not going back and redoing that. So uh, it's just about getting in his head. Maybe, maybe for last night's game or maybe down the road. That Doolittle will be thinking about it more, pointed out to the umpires. Maybe he gets a call. Maybe he gets a balk. But my guess is the umpires have already, t- already talked about this and said it's okay. Remember, he's not the only pitcher who's done this. Mariano Rivera had a toe, t- uh, toe tip. There have been other mm-hmm. pitchers who do little weird things. As long as they do it every time, it's okay. You know, it's part of the emotion then. As long as they do it each and every time. If they do it, you know, if they're doing it one time, not the other, well, then that could be the old, you know, trying to deceive, deceive the runner and to get that balk call there. But other than that, I think it'll be just fine. Yeah, I don't think it's it's much ado about nothing there. What about um, the Yankees, George? I know you're uh, you're there. That's your team right now. Reports indicate Didi uh, Gregorius close to coming back. Stanton close to coming back. It looks like these, uh, you know, you get your star players. Hell, you're winning with the lineups that you have now. They grinded out a, a tough loss against Tampa Bay last night, a two to one extra inning loss. But uh, great news for the Yankees, George. It looks like uh, the infirmary. Uh, some guys are getting a lot healthier, and that's going to be good good news as the weather heats up too. Ding ding. Here comes the long ball. Great, great news if you're a Yankee fan. 
All right, we'll get to the Yankees along with some other news and notes here I have for you before we start the slate. Uh, as far as far the Yankees, you're absolutely right. Didi Gregorius will start his rehab assignment tomorrow. It will be at shortstop, not a designated hitter. That's important because it means the Yankees believe he's pretty much well on his way here, that he may just need the rehab to get. It'll be his spring training. Two weeks, three weeks, he could be back in the Yankee lineup. And then there'll be a roster crunch. And you and I discussed this yesterday. And remember, it's funny. You think of the Yankees' injuries, plenty of room. Well, not really in the infield. Because Gregorius is going to play short. That moves Torres to second base. Where's LeMayhew go? You may say third base. Where does Urshela go? Urshela deserves mm-hmm. to play. Yeah, I imagine one's great. a DH for now. <laughs> right, one will be a DH for now until Stanton and Judge get healthy. And then we have a bigger roster crunch. Stanton also begins a roster crunch tomorrow. Uh, sorry, uh, every have assignment tomorrow. Assuming things go well, I would think Stanton returns before Gregorius. If no setbacks, maybe 10 days, middle of next week uh, for his return there. Judge not beginning anything yet. All right, he's at least a month away to mid-June, maybe July, maybe the All-Star break. Oblique, tough injury. You never want to see that with a batter. They're tough to come back from. And because the Yankees have survived without him, they can afford to play it a cautious and not push him back here, especially if they keep on winning here. Paxton, we thought he were, I even mentioned during the earlier show, uh, that he might be back this week. Well, now the Yankees say he needs another bullpen session. So he certainly won't return during the Baltimore series. Yankees play Baltimore Monday to Thursday, maybe next weekend against Kansas City, if not shortly after that. But Paxton will uh, he'll be back sooner rather than later. Paxton could be returning around the same time as uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Wouldn't be the biggest shock. Uh, but, uh, Patantis, if you're looking for holds, once again, probably about a, three weeks to a month away. Uh, more along the timeline of the Gregorius, maybe a little after Gregorius uh, rather than Stanton. I think Stanton. I think Paxton comes back first, then Stanton, Gregorius, Patanzas, Severino, and Judge are further down the line. Yeah, Severino not till after the All-Star break. Other news. Uh, Josh Donaldson's out of your lineup today. So uh, Austin Riley is actually playing his natural position at third base uh, for the Atlanta Braves. Kingery, God bless. Kingery was activated for the Philadelphia Phillies. Any anytime. I'm, I'm here for you. I am here. <laughs> Kingery, Scott Kingery was activated in playing center field for the Philadelphia Phillies. Altuve, he will need, or at least they're pretty sure he will need a rehab assignment before he gets recalled. So daily lineup leagues, you're not putting him in your lineup this week. Uh, get him out. Uh, Mets, assuming uh, Callaway is not canned between now and 1 o'clock. Rosario out of the lineup for the Mets. JT Turner is back in the lineup. Chris Davis back in the lineup. Jorge Alfaro, you're going to get a lot of catches today that will be out of the lineup. Alfaro is one of them for the Miami Marlins out. Ben Attendee also out for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, good news and notes there, George. We'll go through uh, the board as well. It's going to be nice in a couple uh, weeks. When we also, uh, we're going to be moving uh, the time to noon, getting closer to the live action, which was great for that Yankees under last night. Hey, George, just keep on clicking the under. Seven and a half, six and a half, stayed on. Three runs in the game. Three runs, buddy. We, we, we enjoyed that. That was a great, great day, and you called it, man. Just great pitching performance, and uh, the live betting's a hell of a lot of fun during these games. And you can, it's great. You're just watching the game going, I don't trust any of these offenses with these pitchers like Tanaka. Oh, yeah. What happened with Tanaka? Didn't he take a liner um, off his uh, leg, too? Is he going to be okay? I think they said he might miss a start. No, I, I talked about him in the news and notes. He's on schedule that he will be able to start on Thursday. He, uh, he's okay. okay he came out at six innings yesterday, but it was at the 88 pitches. And the way yeah. Boone's been managing the starting staff, he may be coming out anyway. 
All right, so this, like I said, I think this is more caution than anything else, but Tanaka, good to go for his next start Thursday in Baltimore. You got a problem with that? I know I see a, a couple tweets, George. It's like, I know baseball's gone that way. It's a different game now with the, with, you know, the pitch counts and everything. You don't have these horses go longer, but I've seen you a lot of the time in Twitter uh, questioning some of, some of Boone's stuff, and hey, if you keep on, uh, you know what I mean, uh, putting put taxing your bullpen over time, baseball's a hell of a long season. Would you prefer a lot of the time to see these guys stay in a little bit longer? Like, uh, I'm under 88 pitches and that many pitches. But I understand in Tanaka's case with the potential injury, but uh, you're kind of not impressed by the way things are going down, right, with the way they're managing the bullpen? One of the hardest things to do for a man, there's two things that a manager has to do. One, deal with the media, and two is the bullpen. All right, those are the two hardest things for them to do. Uh, what I was really getting on Boone about I had nothing to do with yesterday. I uh, talk, it was hurt, so you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But on the first game of a doubleheader on Wednesday, uh, J.A. Happ, the Yankees were up 5-3. It was a sixth inning. He had thrown 65 pitches, and Boone took him out. Nobody on base. Because he, uh, he pretty much he didn't want him to face me. Yeah, that's stupid. Even that's if Mancini, dumb. Even if Mancini hit a home run, okay, that's 5-4. You can't be taking out a starting pitcher who's pitching. And when I said 5-3, that doesn't sound like he was pitching well. Those runs all came early. He had figured out his problems. He was, he was pitching well. Uh, you can't be taking out your starting pitcher after 65 pitches. When you don't, when you're really not forced to do so in the sixth inning, you think, oh, it's one game, but those games add up. And plus, it was the first game of a doubleheader where you might need these guys in the second game. Those games add up in August. You will blow your bullpen out. You'll have nobody left. So yeah, that, that's I'm with why you. I've been questioning what Boone's been doing there. So I'm not saying you need when the, when the game's not at risk. This first and second one out. It's completely different. There yep. was nobody on base, you know. And then he did it uh, Friday night. I think it was uh, Adam Ottavino, who's been the Yankees' best reliever. Uh, and they were playing. I think it was only a one run lead. That's filthy stuff. <laughs> oh, he does. He's absolutely filthy. It's insane. It was, actually, <laughs> he's really good, man. <laughs> I think it was the. Uh, I think it was the seventh inning, and he got the first two batters out of the inning, and then he walked the batter, and then he took him out. Yeah. Boone took him out, and he, oh, he didn't throw. Uh, he didn't throw an exorbitant amount of pitches. It was like twelve pitches, no big deal. But he took him out for Conley because he didn't want Atavino facing a left-hander. And yes, Conley's numbers are great against left-handers, but and I, that didn't even bother. Like, okay, I get it. And Conley gets the left-hander out, and then he goes to a different reliever for the eighth inning. It's like so you just you just blew blew Conley for one batter. And uh, you know, I was like, what are you doing here? No, you can't be stupid. doing this stuff. Uh, no, it's dumb. You know, because hey. A, once again, the same theory. You're going to blow these guys up. But also, what the game goes to extra innings? It was only a one-run lead. Exactly. Was Excellent like, point, George. You know I mean? And it's exponential, too. Like, those little things over time. It's not like baseball's an NFL season with 16. Look at how many games we have left in the season. It's ridiculous. And you know, time over time over time. Like, that's the difference down the stretch. Like, you need, you need, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be just throwing out, oh, okay, I'm going to put him in there for these type of situations. You know, man, you're going to need every healthy arm you can down the stretch. It's 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 imperative, actually. It's actually, uh, I'm with you 100%. I think that's absolutely stupid, especially with the, t- the team that you guys have. Like, uh, there, there's no need for it. Like, he's got to improve. He's got to improve that way. It's not cool. I mean, there are always things we don't know about the bullpen. Certain guys aren't available. There's, there's certain guys uh, pitched a couple. Well, we know if they pitched a couple of days in a row, but they maybe they only have a certain amount of bullets. But uh, you, it's and it's hard to manage a bullpen because I think uh, one problem managers have is they manage to win that game. Sometimes you know what you have to take a chance, roll the dice on a lesser pitcher, and you might lose the game, but you win the war. You know, the overall it keeps these guys healthier. You know, so uh, I mean, Joe. I remember Joe. I listen. Joe Torre is a great manager for the Yankees. Love Joe, but he used to drive me insane. Joe Girardi was also the same way. There'd be a nine-three lead. 
you know, some bum reliever would give up a run into a B9-5, you know, and he'd, there'd be a first and second, give up two outs, and he'd be, he'd be taking these guys out for the, the top relievers again. I'm like, you know what? If you can't trust your, 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 the last guy in your bullpen to get one out before five runs score, then he shouldn't be in your bullpen. All right, and get somebody else. They used to always drive me insane. Now, you, you, you warm me up Batantas. This is back when he was, Girardi was trying to kill Batantas for a while. Joe Torre had his issues. I forget what the guy's name where he tried to kill that play. He just used him over and over and over again. And you wonder why these guys' careers are short. So uh, it, it can be difficult. Yeah, no, it's 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 not an easy job, but I, I'm with you. I think just o- over time, you got to be smarter than I can. Just have guys come in, you, and you said it, like you know what I mean, in and out, the quick hook. Uh, I'm not I'm not down with that problem, especially when you look at the score and it, this team is not going to come back. That's that's the thing. Know the situation before you make the move. Baseball, uh, George, we'll go through the board first. A couple uh, golf picks that I really really like. We won with our bet there, George. I I, I faded the the Phil Mickelson angle where he was talking about going at the pins. He was horrible yesterday, so we won with plus money with. Uh, with our boy Zach Johnson over Phil Mickelson. I wish Phil, Phil Mickelson would probably fade him again, but he's already on the course uh, he was on before the show started because he p- played so poorly yesterday. Yes, he's plus nine right now, George. So uh, it would have been probably easy money to bet against this guy. That's another good angle. Older players, think about it. You're in your 40s with the length of that course. Over time, round one, you'll get through it. Round two, you'll be a little more gassed. Round three and four, you're basically dead. This course wins. So looking at the age of the golfers, guys, I think is a good way to do that too, especially, you know, uh, this course will beat you down. Down. And if you, if you have a matchup with a guy in his mid-40s, close to 50s, I would actually look at the younger player against him. I'm going to go today. The matchup we like, Tommy Fleetwood only laying 20 cents against Chez Reeve. That match goes off at 12.55. I really, really like that. And another one that I like, uh, Ricky Fowler over Sung Kang, minus 160. Those are the two matches that I'm going for in golf. We went to did it, had a pretty good day uh, betting the golf yesterday, George. That's good. In baseball, we were good early. A couple shockers late with Cincinnati losing our dog didn't get through but hopefully we can get it done today 105 let's start off the board quickly with uh, Colorado and Philadelphia the Philadelphia Phillies starting to, to hit the ball George we talked about Harper he said he needed to be better he's been good the last couple of games good for our DFS lineups as well Eikhoff against Freeland minus 130 for the Philadelphia Phillies with Eikhoff Freeland and Colorado the pooch plus 110 total 10 in this game it looks like the weather's pretty nice it's here it's probably great uh, in Philadelphia as well minus one and a half plus 50 for the Phillies plus one and a half minus 170 for the rocks uh the phillies look like they're starting to get their uh, shit together george uh, you wonder are they going to be a team to run away with it in the national league east all right washington and the mets seem to be battling to see which manager is going to be fired yeah, first exactly you know atlanta's sort of hanging around but they're still trying to figure out some of their pitching issues there so i i do wonder if the phillies are the team here to run away with this division uh lineups in this game charlie blackman trevor story david Dahl, nolan arenano uh rapio T- uh, ramiel yeah tapia how about just going to go tapia yeah we'll, no, we'll go tapia tapioca pudding buddy yeah the old tapia ryan will tapia there you go yeah ryan mcmahon chris ionetta kyle freeland for the philadelphia phillies Andrew McCutcheon, Gene <laughs> Segura, Price Hoffer, Rice Hoskins, Cesar Ooh. Hernandez, batting fifth. Uh, Mikel Franco, Franco batting sixth today, not the eighth he was uh, yesterday. Scott Kingery, Andrew uh, Knapp. Uh, no JT Romuto in there. Yeah, once again, Sunday, catcher, going to sit. So yep. uh, no JT Romuto. No Herrera as well, left-hander on the mound for Colorado. That's probably why they're – Colorado looks like they have their normal lineup – for the most part in there. Nobody uh, looks off here. No Brandon Rogers today. 
You know, uh, once again, quick I find stint. that weird. Quick you, stint for the kid. Aren't if, you, you, if you bring him up, aren't you going to play him? <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. If you're going to if you're going to come up, how does he sit? He should never sit. If he's going to sit, then guess what? He goes back down with AAA. He needs to play. So I find that strange here. I call first Freeland. I, you know what? I might go with the dog here. I think I the, Freeland's go good. With the, the dog here. He's real good. Good solid pitcher. I I'm with you, George. Not bad. I'm with you. I, I think, I think Colorado, Philadelphia is hot, but Colorado's a live pooch. I'm in it with you, man. 110. We still got an hour before this game, but I'll tell you one thing. This is the type of game I think Colorado can win. I, it's a short price. People aren't stupid. The bo- Vegas and uh, New Jersey understand. Free- Freeland's a damn good pitcher. Eikhoff, man. You know, I, I think the Phillies are hitting the ball better. Uh, I'm not sure about the total, but I have enough faith in Colorado with the lineup that they're putting out in Freeland, and we're getting 10 cents. I would I'd prefer 20 because Philadelphia is getting hotter, but I think I'm going to be on Colorado at plus 10 cents. So it'll make the early betting card, George. Yeah, I agree. The over-under is 10 on my side. I don't think I'm going to touch that. No. If, if I were, I think I'm uh, – no, I don't, I don't have a feeling one way or the other here. Uh, but I'm going to go I – like, uh, I like Colorado today. I'm going to, I think Freeland's going to figure it out, pitch well. And once again, uh, the fact that uh, Romito's not in the lineup certainly doesn't hurt. Right? doesn't hurt. And uh, the left-hander should neutralize Harper somewhat. So uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm talking myself into it. No, I, I I think it's a smart talk, talking, too. I'm talking to myself into it, too. I think it's a good price. We were good with the early games yesterday, and I think uh, Colorado fits the bill as a dog worth taking and getting 10 cents. Next game on the board, uh, we'll get to this one. The Boston Red Sox are getting slapped around by Houston. Houston slapping around everybody, George. They've won 10 games in a row. They're red hot. As you said, the best team in baseball, and uh, I'm not going to argue with you. They look amazing. Sale, minus 185 against Wade Miley. Change of pitcher there. Nine and a half is your total. Um, the Red Sox at home, minus one and a half, plus 105. And Houston, plus one and a half, minus 125. Red Sox, Red Sox should be able to get it done uh, to Miley. But you never know with Houston. They're very intriguing when you get a team of that quality as a plus 165 pooch, George. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Absolutely true. But, man, Sale versus Miley, that, that's a mismatch. Sale sure pitching is. well again. He's pitching very well. Uh, Miley, soft throwing left-hander at Fenway Park. It's this a disaster. well. No. Right. I, I think Boston's going to be like, parlayed. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. I think I had to parlay him. And I, boy, I, the next game I think we're going to talk about is probably my parlay with him. And I, I think I'm going to regret that. But uh, I'm going to parlay Boston. I'm also thinking about plus 120, minus a uh, run and a half. Yeah. I think I'm liking Boston there, too, on the run line. Good call, George. And we'll talk. We'll talk about this stuff. But there's certain ballparks that are. It's good for baseball, and people need to know. Like games at Coors, usually the money line doesn't play into it. You might as well play a run line and always look for value. Boston uh, Fenway Park fits the bill. It's not your normal park, right? It's one of those things that you could take run lines a lot of the time, and games are usually not decided by one run. So I totally agree with you there. I think Sales found his form. A buck eighty-five looks good. I can tell you one thing, George. By by the time we do the game time and we go over the numbers again, this line will be two hundred. 200 plus so if you like boston get on them now in parlays guys we'll go through the rest of the board lots of early action on sunday we love sunday baseball we'll go through the numbers the board and give you some dfs picks to click as well i'm cam stewart along with george kurtz and sean engel weekend fantasy update coming right back